Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 283. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. What up, what up, what up? Kyle Corwin, good to see you. Chasers, welcome, welcome Chasers, welcome Nate. I want to. Get, I, I forgot to give you a little shout out last week. Give you a little shout out. Give myself oh. a shout out a little bit. For what? Well, I finally, finally got the follow back from the three O take Twitter hey, account. That's crazy. true story. Crazy. Had went through a lot of hoops to earn that, you know? A couple years of just grinding it out to to get that follow back and you earned it, you know? You sure put in the work, enough. kid. You put in the sure work. Sure enough. Oh man. No, wow. I don't know. I honestly don't know how that happened on Twitter because I was the one that convinced you to get a Twitter and you're like, I don't yeah. want to get a Twitter because I don't I don't even know yeah. really how to use it. Yeah. I was like, No, you need to get a Twitter. <laughs> and you would have thought somewhere along the line there, I <laughs> would have hit me with the follow. Maybe just hit you with a follow in in the process of helping you get it set up. And oh, I look away. like a goon. The fact that I have our links in my bio, I have our like that banner picture with our logo in it, and I'm not even getting followed by <laughs> these, this account. So not a good look for Nere, but we're back. We're good. We're solid now. I will say I'm I'm following you for now, but it, if. If it's, you start, hey, if you start acting up, I'm gonna hit you with the mute for a little bit. <laughs> block. This guy's I'm gone. gonna hit you with the block if you start acting <laughs> out too much. Oh man, I'm trying to get my followers up. So like, go go get me on Twitter a little bit. I'm trying to get that. Well, to you're get gonna that have to. You're gonna have to tweet a little bit. You don't. You don't, don't tweet don't your like takes tweet. enough. I like the. You I hit like the retweets. The, the retweets, the likes. That's my. That's my sweet spot. Well, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to convince you're gonna have to give people a reason to follow you on twitter no no i don't know if just just follow me for to to be then i'm gonna come to bat for the the people listening i i don't know if i would want to follow somebody that just hits you with retweets all the time i mean i'll leave it up to them if they want to go check it out and and give me a follow you're just gonna have to put out some of your own takes you know all right that's fair also i'll start to think of my takes just put them out there. Put them out there it in, just the, seen, in the Twitterverse. I mean, Stephen A. Reyes over here. You would think he'd have a couple, couple well, spicy. Part of me ones. wants to like save these things for the pod episodes. Well, you can allude to them. You don't necessarily need to throw them out there completely, mm, but you can okay. maybe you can hint at it. You can tiptoe a little bit. It's uh, an art breakdown I've, coming I've on. Mastered. Breakdown coming on this next episode. I don't. I'm not doing any breakdowns, but. I get what you're saying. I get it. I'll get it going. Which is a great uh, segue into a reminder. Go hit the uh, YouTube. Yeah, need it. Go subscribe. How are we looking right now? We're getting close, right? We're getting there. We need to get up to 500 for the MLB jersey giveaway. We are at 167. So we're growing slowly but surely. We're We're trending in the right direction. Look, here's here's the thing. Well... Hold on, not to interrupt before I forget, because I know I'll forget because I forgot last episode. By the way, if you are curious, 
if you are interested in maybe starting a podcast of your own, maybe you got maybe you guys have been listening to us and you're like, hey, I want to give this thing a go. I've linked, if you go to our YouTube videos, I've linked the majority, if not all, of the gear that we use in mm-hmm. the descriptions of all the YouTube videos. So if you're like, hey, these guys sound pretty good. What mic do they use? Go check out the mic. Link's in the in the video description on YouTube. All that stuff's on there if you're curious. Just want to throw that out there. Nice. Well, what I was going to say is that, like, if you really want a jersey, like, get your significant others to go subscribe. You know? Go get friends and family. Subscribe. And just be like, yo, I, I, I want a jersey, so go do that for me. If you feel like they love you, maybe they will. If they don't love you that much, they might keep the jersey if they end up winning. But, but, it's the whole point. We got to get that number up. We got to get that 500. Jersey giveaway at 500. We might do a little something, something for 1,000, right? I feel like we could, a little something, something. Maybe Uh, tickets or something. Not to mention, did did you say tickets? No, too early, too early. Too early. Nate Seekeek has answered all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With Seekeek, you can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks or make it even better for you if you're a first-time user of Seekeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code THE, the number three, the number zero, take pod. That's our social handle. At checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. That's all you got to do to say some of that. Dollar dollar bills. Cold hard dollar bills. Go ahead. Take a swig of water. Cash. Cold say the hard phrase. Cash. There we go. Enter promo code the, the number three, the number zero, take pod. That's our social handle at checkout. Oh, geez. You could probably try DTD. See if that still works. Get an extra 20%. What do you I got to lose? Twenty dollars, dude. How many times have I read this ad? It's not twenty percent. <laughs> Come on. What makes you think I listen to you? After, That's the, fair. after all these years. Come That's on fair. Then one uh, year the other. <laughs> it is the quarter mark of the twenty twenty two MLB season. We're already here, man. It's uh it's hard to believe. One half of a half. That's pretty legit. It's quick. So I I figured what better time to, you know, take another little peek at the standings, see where things are at. Some things have shifted. Some teams are playing a little better than others as of late. I'm not going to name names, <laughs> but just want to put that out there. I think... I wink, think wink, nudge, nudge. What's great about the quarter... Mark, half mark, three quarter. Specifically this first quarter, I think it just like you get reminded. I think fans forget how long the season is. Every year, I don't know why fans just forget. They either get too down or too high and they just they don't remember that it's a marathon. You know, like even in a year. Like, even in a year where we were concerned that we wouldn't even have baseball, we're still playing a full season. 
Yeah. So there is legitimately no reason to panic. Right. This early. Just, just relax. Relax. Unless you're an A's, Nats, or Reds fan. Or Yankees fan. I mean. Whew. Yeah, there are some Yankees fans that need to just calm down a little bit. Just relax. We, we, we weren't going to have, we weren't going to go 140 and, and, and whatever's left after that. Like, no, relax, calm down. Hold on. Where's that? Let me, let me find it. Where's that? Uh, I saw it the other day. Um, I think it was yesterday, actually. Um, it was like, oh, here it is. Yankees are on pace for 120 wins. Do you think the New York Yankees are going to win 120 no. games? No. Credit at MLB on Instagram. Um, come, like, come on now. Yeah, relax. Calm down. Calm you think you're a down. 707 percentage winning ball club? <laughs> We Nate, you and I were just yeah. talking about this before we hopped on. That that's not that's not sustainable. I'm sorry. But to your credit, those other teams you listed, that that seems pretty sustainable. Yeah. Yeah, I think the thinking about ship it in for some of these teams. Call it a year. I mean the Reds have to be close to being mathematically eliminated, no? <laughs> uh what's crazy is that uh the Pirates have a worse run differential. I was literally about to say, how is that? How is that the a Pirates thing? Pirates have the worst. They have the worst run differential in, the, in baseball. Minus eighty-eight as of Monday, the twenty-third. Yikes! So I'll I'll admit I'm not all that familiar with the expected win-loss statistic and how much weight that actually carries. Mm-hmm. In the in conversations such as these, but the Pirates mm-hmm. have an expected win loss of eleven and twenty nine, the worst in baseball, and they're sixteen and twenty four. So, good for the boys. You're finding good for the good for the, good for the Bucks. In, in the black and yellow. Let's go. Good for the Bucks. Finding some luck here and there. Um, but. Looking I mean, at the else, rest of the jumps league. Out at you? What else jumps out at you at this quarter? I think the NL West jumps out at me. Like, that's good baseball happening. That is good baseball. Like, even even the even the Rockies. The Rockies. I'll it. say the Rockies got me a little excited in the early going because we had kind of written them off. Like, they're not going to do anything. But then they jumped mm-hmm. out to that relatively hot start. And now it's like you're kind of pulling for the Rockies to not finish in last, which is where they currently sit. It's yeah. like no, you can't you can't tease us like that and then just pull the rug out from underneath us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I I'm still not in on the Diamondbacks though. I don't know. I don't I don't see them being a 500 ball club. I do think the Rockies will be better than the Diamondbacks when it's all said and done. No. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. I would agree with um, you. Um at what point, um, I mean, panic button for for what teams? At what point? Are we allowed to hit panic button? I know I just said the season I like is that. long. I like that. Let's let's pick one or two teams that, as of today, May 23rd, we're allowed to hit the panic button for. 
I've already got. I think I've already got my team picked out. All right, send it. The Seattle Mariners. Me, me too, man. Dude, what I think are it's we time. doing in Seattle? Come on now. What's Everybody's pulling on? for you. Everybody. No one dislikes the Mariners. I mean, but I, I bet mean, you. 17 and 25 at this point, negative 26 run differential. Coming off a four-game four game sweep at the hand of the Red Sox. Ugh, I mean, what is going on? And look, that we talked about this. The Astros weren't going anywhere. The Astros are still going to be the Astros. They may not be that dominant deep postseason run Astros, they're still the Astros. They're still a good ball club. They still have a hell of a manager. So you had to know that you had to play good ball to beat them. Yeah, the Angels are a little bit of a surprise. But, like, you're worse than the, than the Rangers at this point. Yeah, there's no excuse if you're the Mariners as to why you can't be where the Angels are right now. I'm not, I'm not asking you to be at the top of the division, and I know only a game separates or a game and a half technically separate the Angels and the Astros. But, like, you should be in that seat. Like, every, I think a lot of people were expecting the Mariners to be right there and that's in that same slot that the Angels are in right now. Yeah. And that's yeah, concerning. I agree. And they have... I agree. The Angels have a plus 51 di- run differential, and the Mariners have a negative 26 run differential. So that's, what, 70... Oh, come on, math. Don't fail come me on. now. That's, uh, is that 76? No, that's not 76. That can't be right. All right. If it was 50 to 25, that's 75. So 77. No, is that right? That's gotta be right. You lost me a while ago. So you, you're on your own on this. I'm trying to, I'm trying to establish what the difference is. 51. How would I even figure this out? 26. You just no, keep that's... saying a bunch of numbers. <laughs> what 50... numbers are we referring to anymore? What's going on? Yeah, 77 runs. I said 77. That's where you're supposed to back me up and say, yeah, that's right, Kyle. It's 77 Show your runs. work. I need to see your work. Show 77 runs work. separate the Mariners and the Angels, which... Carry the one. If you're asking me, those two teams should be flip-flop because I... Yeah. Well, I mean... Uh specifically about the Mariners when do when do we panic about Robbie Ray and did Robbie Ray just bamboozle everyone into did he pull a Trevor Bauer that's what I was kind of (laughs) thinking interesting interesting he might have I was kind of looking at his baseball reference page and I'm like why did he get such a big bag how much money did he get by the way wasn't huge you might need to look that up because I'm actually um, looking for a. You're already doing something over there. Looking for a tweet. Contract. Let's look at Robbie Ray's contract here. Five year, one fifteen. I think he. Trevor Bowered his way into this. Okay, so on that Robbie Ray note. Take this with a grain of salt. It's not from a verified account, but it looks legit, so bear with me. Credit to Chris Black on Twitter. 
He says the Blue Jays seem to know pitching, don't they? And this was from May 22nd, so yesterday. Kevin Gosman and Yusei Kikuchi combined have a 2.85 ERA, a 1.13 WHIP, and a 1.5 WAR. Robbie Ray and Steven Matz combined have a 5.28 ERA, a 1.27 WHIP, and a negative 0.6 WAR. Yeah. So I mean, it's you could, possible you could... that maybe it's him leaving Toronto played a role in uh, played a factor into this, or yeah. maybe to your to what you were saying. Maybe he just bamboozled us all. Look, the the guy has constantly been one of those like tweak mechanics all the time kind of guys, right? He went he went from like, I mean, I'm looking at a three five two ERA back in 2015, a two eight nine in 2017. Those are good years. Um. And then the and then the walks kind of just started taking over, and then he went to that like real short arm slot that you see like Giolito and Cease and and guys like that kind of getting into that slot. Trevor Bauer, I know we were talking about him already, and he got into that a little bit, and then he started to. I think that's that's where he last year where he kind of found his success was getting away from that and going back to more of this natural thing. But I watch him and I'm like, what is this like weird Nestor Cortez-esque spin thing that he does where like he's like trying to be deceptive and it's clear that like I it looks mechanically like he's twisting more than what he did in a Blue Jays uniform last year. And I'm like, yeah, there's something going on here. Um... And I, I don't know, dude. I think he I think he tricks some people. But I, credit to the Blue Jays, like you said. I think they know that. You also have to mix in the the I mean, Marcus Simeon has been whoa. He's been rough in Texas. Matt Chapman, off to a pretty good start, right? They've they've changed their mind about uh Kevin Biggio. It looks like he's probably a trade piece. So, yeah, credit, credit I don't know. to the it's, Blue Jays, but I don't, I don't think Robbie Ray is a little, eh. It's, mm. Well, it's tough for me to say. It's a little early still, but. no, Well, no, no. It's tough for me to say that he bamboozled because, I mean, as we've mentioned, he the strikeout numbers are there. I mean, it was, what, the second fastest lefty to hit 1,000 Ks or something behind Randy Johnson. So, I can't exactly say that he's a fraud, but I don't know. It goes back to the whole conversation. I think we touched on last episode of the one before that, where you look at why these contracts are handed out. Are they handed out for what you think that this guy is going to do for you for the next four five, six, seven years, or are you yeah. handing it out because you just want to reward him for what he did for the last year or two? Well, it's not even for your team, you know? Well, and right. Uh, I, yeah, I, think, I mean, you take that I, out I think of the, you can, the equation. Well, you can also kind of blame this a little bit on the, on the market, you know? Um, I, I think the Mariners were probably never in the running for a Scherzer, right? So, and, the, and 
I don't know. It's just, I. He's already at twenty walks this year. He had fifty-two all year last, all all season last year. So, um, he's at twenty already. I mean, pretty easy math. If we're a quarter of the way through, he's looking at eighty walks, which would be the second most in his career. Um, I get that the strikeouts are there, but I mean, it, when you're up in that ballpark, walks walks will haunt you because anyone can pop one over in Seattle and that changes the whole ball game. So I don't know. Mariners are just, uh, eh. Kelnick looks like he's kind of a dud. Kyle Lewis is continuing to battle with, with, uh, injuries and stuff. Um, I, I think they need to rethink some things. I mean, Julio Rodriguez is real. Ty France is real. Ty France is lighting um, it up. Yeah, JP Crawford. I think like he's he's off to a great start, and I, I I like that they were like you know this is our shortstop. Even when Trevor Story was in the conversation, they were like mm, JP Crawford's our shortstop. So I don't know, maybe some some little change ups could be happening. I got some live audio of uh, Robbie Ray pitching. Dude, every pitch, like, dude, come on, I guy. hate it, man. I hate it. I think he bamboozled people. It's so know. over the, but it, it's it so is over the top. I'm like hovering over that panic button. If I'm a Mariners fan, I really am. I'm right here. No, I'm absolutely I'm, hitting the panic button. You're, we're, you're hitting it already. Like you said we're a quarter of the way through, and you're seventeen and twenty-five. Yeah, I mean the Red Sox who maybe we can touch on here in just a second for as much crap as they've gotten this year from fans across baseball. Cause I guess it's just a new thing to just hate Red Sox, uh, hate the Red Sox for some reason. They're 19 and 22. The Mariners are worse than that. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. I, I don't I'm know. I'm hitting the panic button. If I'm the Mariners, I'm sorry. I do agree. And I thought this was going to be somewhat of the start of like this, this youthful, window opening up for the Mariners and it's not looking good it's really not so something's got to give well something gave for uh our good friend Trevor Story and boy did it give good lord man it just I knew it was coming but I didn't know it'd come like this talk about a timely trade in fantasy I might add for you guy good for you thank you thank you I did miss his, uh, I think it was, what, 27-point night. He had three bombs. Yeah. Seven ribbies. Um, but, yeah, that to your point, people forget how long the season is. People were writing this mm-hmm. guy off. Oh, he's a bust. He paid all this money for a yeah. for a dud. He he. I think he had, what, an OPS of, like, 2,000 this week <laughs> or something for this last stretch. I, like, uh... This is just a perfect example yeah. of how the law of averages always makes itself apparent in baseball. Always. Yeah, I agree. And it, there's a reason. Look, there's a reason that guy is who he is. There's a reason he's been, uh, you know, a top 10 shortstop on, on every list for the last few years. Yes, I know he's playing second base now, but I think, you know, it's you got to trust 
a little bit. You got to let some guys ease into things. You have to remember if if they're if these guys are going to get anywhere from four to five hundred abs, you know, you got to get through a good eighty to one hundred and twenty abs before you can start feeling yourself a little bit. And it's just this. I I really like hearing some of these guys and and when they come out and they have this like realization of like this little thing. It's like it's just a little mentality thing, and it helps with the timing. Um, I like when the guys kind of trust their mechanics. It's more just the mentality and the timing and the approach. And that's what Trevor's story, I don't, nothing's really changed mechanically. It's gotten more about, you know, this is what I'm hunting. This is what I'm looking for. And now we're, you're seeing what, like what, what this guy is and why he's got a, a paycheck that he does. Um, I would say this is, uh, this is changing the narrative a little bit for Xander. And if if Trevor Story pops off for, for 35 and 110 this year, no, Xander's bird standing. in the hand, you know. Xander's I don't know. Xander's standing. I don't know. But I do think uh, I the would Red argue Sox are going to find their way into the conversation at some point and and get into that wild card conversation. I don't know if I I think you can agree you can't get too high on this team and say that like they can turn it around and just start running the division. Uh but I I wasn't thinking that they're down and out like a lot of baseball fans are like, "Yeah, they're done. They're out this year." It's just not the case. There's too much talent. And Alex Cora is Alex Cora. So you got to know that that's going to account for something. These guys are they know how to play. They're going to be able to play good ball. It's just getting it going a little bit. Backtracking just a little bit. I would argue beyond Trevor Story's success, just success of the team, I would argue benefits Xander Sane and Boston. Because if you have to punt on this year, it's that much easier to push him out the door. But if the team stays relevant, then it's like, okay, yeah. well, maybe we can maybe we yeah, can continue this conversation a little bit longer down the road than or further what, down what the if, road than we had anticipated. Well, what if you guys are an 88-win team and you're first-round bounce in the playoffs and then you get nothing for Xander and he just Are we walks. talking about the Red Sox or the Yankees? For, you can, well, you so can you bring said, up as much history as you want. You can bring up as much said, history as Nate, you want. I'm sorry. You said first-round bounce. You said first-round bounce. I, just, I didn't know. I, I, I'm sorry. I had to clarify. Go ahead. Swing and miss as much as you want from the guys that are chilling up top. But I'm telling you right now, this Red Sox team is not nearly what you thought they were. Correct? I think they're still capable of being a competitive team. Uh, they're not what was this first two and a half weeks, three weeks. They weren't that team. They're this team. Yes, this team that you're seeing ball, right but they're now gonna is streaky. They're going to be streaky. The well, offense sure. will be there, but their pitching is still a huge question mark. I have no idea what's going on with your bullpen. No idea who's going to get saves for you. Unless you bludgeon teams like you have been doing the last week and a half, I don't know how you're going to you know win those close ball games. 
No, so I just that wanna, is a I, part of the conversation. I want to go on record as saying closer by committee, I think, is the worst concept in baseball. I like I'm, I agree. Have a bad closer. I don't care. But just have have somebody that has that role. And if you have to maybe after a few weeks switch it up, fine. Yeah. But like don't have it be on a don't have it on a game by game basis where uh well who who hasn't thrown in a couple of days that we think is is in the right yeah. headspace to take the ball now? Let, no, closer by committee is one of the worst concepts in baseball. I'm sorry. I will say that uh, that Bednark dude from from Pittsburgh, he's getting moved somewhere, and whoever picks him up, that's a huge dub. That kid is good, closing games out in out in Pittsburgh, and he is solid, and he's not even getting that many opportunities to close games. He's good. So if if the Pirates are smart, I would I would potentially package Reynolds and Bednar somewhere and get a haul back. Speaking of NL Central, uh one last note before we move on here. When we I think it was right before we hopped on, did I hear you say that you thought the Cardinals were uh I think they're real, dude. I think yeah. they're pretty real. Like they're doing this with like uh just not even not even normal production, not even close to average production from Tyler O'Neill. Um I could see them in the running for for Brian Reynolds edition as well. Slide him over to to a corner outfield spot, let Harrison Bader keep doing what he's doing in center. But Tyler O'Neill is like, what? Are, where are you at, dog? Where? What are we doing? Um, other dudes just becoming what they're supposed to do. You know, Arenado, Goldie, those guys do what they do. I'd like to see Xander over over in St. Louis. I think Dude, that's stop. Uh, it's not gonna happen. I would like that. I think I'd like. It's that. not gonna happen. I don't know mid year. I'm not saying mid year, but I think at some point that'd be a good spot for him. Paul DeYoung is not it. I think I think the ship has sailed on him. Now, I will say I was I was I was feeling real bad about the whole Xander situation, but after this nice little stretch here of being reminded of what this team can is actually capable of and and what it should be able to do for I would say Doesn't a matter. good majority of the year. Doesn't change the fact that he's pissed. Stop. He's still pissed off. He's not, I don't I really don't think he is. I think anybody you look at anybody during the stretch that they just had tell me you want to be pissed I don't care what the situation is they lowballed him they lowballed him hard he's pissed and he and what it what and what happened he came back and said hey I'm I'm still I'm still down to talk if you want to talk floor, I thought that was snubbed like two days later I thought I saw a report saying he's not wanting to talk like two days after that came out, I do remember reading that, but I thought something else no, came out. No, we like talked about the after. thing with like the source close to his friend saying he's mm-hmm. he's done. But again, you look at what they the stretch that they were in the middle of. Like, who's gonna be happy go lucky in a stretch like that? I'm telling yeah. you, if they can if they can right the ship, which five straight, eight and two in their last ten, they're. It doesn't mean he's taking a pay cut. I if you I, guys have a successful year. I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm saying if you guys pull off, I don't think. He, but who? How many guys are you going to try and pay with so much money still on the books? How can you pay? How can you get two, three hundred plus guys between 
Rafi and, and Xander. I don't see it. I don't see I don't see Xander being a three hundred plus million guy. That may be oh, what, is he? that may be what Boris wants, but I'm I'm good if I'm was he if 30, I'm Red 31? Sox, I'm going less less on the years. Do what? How old is he? 30, 31? Uh he's gotta be like thirty. Twenty nine. He'll be thirty in October. Oh, that's right. The day before my birthday. October first. Yeah. 300, you're right. That's probably a little. I see he's probably close. He's going to be two, in the twos. 220, 230, yeah. 240 range. Just drop down the years a little bit. Give him give him a sizable contract, but we you don't also have to see. I mean, we've, he played third when he first came up, but have we seen him play anything else? I can't say. I've, I recall third and short. It's also another thing. I mean, you're going to pay a 38 year old shortstop. 26 27 million I don't even you I don't even need an 8 year deal dude just give me if like If he's getting a 240 he needs 8 years For sure even to, even just to 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 keep that well, AAV he, down to help Rafi's sure. contract That's what I mean I think that's the only way you can get that kind of check that he feels like he deserves and also get Rafi Cuz Rafi needs over 3 for sure well over three. Sure. I guess I could even say three fifty for Rafi. Let's uh let's uh stay in the division here. Let's talk about this Josh Donaldson Tim Anderson situation. Dude, what is know. going on? I I don't even know. I don't even know. It's I feel like it's so manufactured. It's it, ridiculous. Oh. That's a great yeah, like, that that's a great word to describe it. I was trying to figure out how to label this situation. Yeah. It does well for me for one, it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't yeah. make any sense. I like, don't know. I let let's break this down. Tim Anderson said back in twenty nineteen in an interview, he said, I kind of feel like today's Jackie Robinson. That's huge to say, but it's cool, man, because he changed the game and I feel like I'm getting to a point where I need to change the game. Tim Anderson, what are you talking about, dude? That doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. And I, I, I can't believe that this didn't get addressed it's, more when it happened. Back I in agree. 19. I didn't hear that quote. I don't remember that from 2019. I didn't know about this until Donaldson's response a couple days ago. I, what are you talking about? I don't care who you are. You're not Jackie Robinson. If anybody should be offended by this, it's Robinson in his grave and the rest of his family because that is ridiculous. Don't put yourself ever on that level. Don't ever put yourself on that level. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. Jackie Robinson went through hell and back barefooted and still had a Hall of Fame career. Enough. And he's one of the greatest athletes we've ever seen. Stop. You are nothing compared to Jackie Robinson. You will never be compared to Jackie Robinson. And a self-proclamation like that is why I could not me I could not be more done. Um, I could not be more unplugged from TA. I was a, I was a fan. I was in his corner until I heard these comments that slipped by me because I did not hear this in 2019. And now I'm like, oh, you're done, dude. Like it, yeah, no, sorry. Even if, which I think I think we I think all baseball fans can agree. Tim Anderson has not 
quote change the game. He is sure he is. He was the first guy with an angry bat flip. <laughs> he has enhanced the whole let the kids play movement. He's been at the forefront of that. He is he has helped with the excitement surrounding the game. He's helped with like you said the bat flips, the emotion, the wear your motions on your sleeve type thing. Yeah, he's done that. But on a fundamental level, he has not changed the game. And even if he had, only one person can break the color barrier. So you can't even, even if you had changed the game to where to the point where it was like, wow, Tim Anderson is a monumental figure in the game of baseball. You're still not Jackie Robinson because only Correct. one person can be Jackie Robinson. Correct. And only one person can do what Jackie Robinson did. Correct. And this isn't someone else saying this about T.A. This is him saying about it himself. Like, no, that's not okay. Stop. That's not okay. Does not make any sense whatsoever. And if anything, you've kind of been, eh. You're trash defensively. So I don't know who you think you are as far as like, you're, you're manufacturing this like, this hate, it reminds me of like what Strowman and, and Bauer do. It's like this, like, I want, I need to change the game. I want to change the game and, and make it mine. I want to be the person to lead this everyone through the wall. Stop. Just go out there and play baseball. You don't hear any other people saying this. And then you can't act offended when people start hating on you for self-proclaiming that you are the greatest thing since sliced bread. Stop. Not going to work. You're not that guy. Sorry. You're very you're a very good player. You're a very good player. I don't I'm not going to say great. I saved my great for a while. And you got a lot to prove before I can say great, much less Hall of Fame. Much less a legendary, monumental face on, on the mountains of baseball type level. You are far from that. Just because you like some bat flips and you play with a flat bill. Like that, I, I don't understand. Like I, No one else is, is, is doing their own self-proclamation type stuff outside of those few guys and it's like you you watch them lose fan bases you watch them lose and they go in the in the opposite direction of what we wanted to root for what TA was saying about having fun was correct you were hit you hit the nail on the head and then you just kept going you kept talking like no dude like it, this is a selfish thought this is a very selfish thought and to your point, looking at looking around the league at these guys who, like you said, want to make the game theirs. Like they want to leave their stamp on the game. They want to be someone who quote changes the game. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is above the game of baseball. No, you can change the saying. game of baseball. You can be on the Mount Rushmore of baseball. But perfect example. You look at a guy like Babe Ruth. And you think, when you think baseball, Babe Ruth is synonymous. Sure. 
and you would probably be able to speak to this a little better. J.J. Redick was in the news the other day for his comments surrounding former basketball players who played back in the day saying, well, they were guarded by, what, plumbers and firemen? That mm-hmm. same argument is being placed on guys like Babe Ruth, and guys like yeah. Babe Ruth are being discredited yeah. even for what they did. So there's never going to be a point in time in baseball where there's going to be somebody, I would argue maybe Jackie Robinson is probably the only person that could maybe fit in fit fit in those shoes, yeah. To where they're above baseball because if you're if you're discrediting Babe Ruth, then nobody's safe. I'm sorry, right. nobody's safe. Right. right, I agree. So to 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 think that you're going to change the game to that level, I'm sorry. Yeah, can't. I agree. With that said, Josh Donaldson, buddy, this doesn't even make any sense. Regardless if you feel the same way maybe we feel or others feel, why are you pulling at this thread? This doesn't even this was twenty nineteen guy. Yeah. Well, he did say he's been calling him Jackie for the last few years. And he did say that they had shared some laughs over it before. Which I don't even know if I really believe that. Like that's I can't tell. Is that an inside joke? Because if it is, it's not that funny. Uh, yeah, I can't tell. I think it 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 was probably I, if I mean that's that's making fun of him for sure. You know, that's like yeah, but that's calling, not a that's not a topic you you that's not a road you go down like yeah. I don't know. I I don't think the the race card is at all involved. I don't think it's anything. J- Josh Donaldson is a is a instigator for sure, and you hate him when he's not playing for your team. You love him when he's in your clubhouse and, and he's that guy, but you hate him otherwise. So I understand. I didn't like Josh Donaldson. I still don't know if I like Josh Donaldson, but I like that he's in my clubhouse. I like that he's he's with the Yankees right now. He's giving him a little bit of an edge. Um, but like, it just feels like a lot of backpedaling in certain ways with his comments. And... I don't know. This all he started it, from a little bit of a shove on a on a back pick to third. Yeah, which like I said, that that was a little excessive if if I'm being honest. You you disagree, but I'm like, yeah. I don't know if 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 you really yeah. if it warranted all that. Uh but yeah, Donald it, it could have just been a bad delivery. He could have been trying to like joke and play around with it and then it backfired on him. Who knows? I have no idea. He said he was trying to diffuse any lingering tension with the players or when the players crossed path earlier in the game, and this was uh, Saturday. He said, I thought that was a joke between us because we've talked about it before. That's why I thought it was funny between us. Again, I'll say I, I, I don't see where the the comedic material is at here in all of this. It it just doesn't seem funny. Like, yeah, you can you can think a guy is maybe over the top for labeling, kind of like what we were saying that maybe don't call yourself the modern day Jackie Robinson. Yeah. But I don't understand how that becomes the source of an ongoing joke. Like that's not. Yeah. I don't buy it either. I think you're right. I don't really buy it either. Um, and, and I don't know. It's, I don't know if it's maybe something that like it, there's some type of, of like, underlying 
responsibility that Donaldson feels like he may have of, of trying to be that guy more so for this team than he ever has been before. I thought he just naturally was. It seems like it's a little forced with the Yankees. Like he's trying to be an instigator on purpose. He's trying to aver- ag- aggravate other players. Um, I don't know if there's, you know, that, that, that like pump up type getting tossed by a manager, you know, like you, you yeah. do it late in the game and you try to get your team fired up and get them, get them woken up a little bit so they can get going. I I'm curious if maybe Josh Donaldson tries that route and that's what he's been thinking of doing. But I don't, I don't really know. I, I kind of like that, that, that the Yankees have just been like, you know, up until this weekend, they've been just really good and just like, whatever. I don't care who you are, what you do, we're going to win. And I like that mentality. Now it's starting to shift a little bit with these types of distractions. So, and it's not like Donaldson is like lit it up. You know, he's had this on base streak that he went through, which was pretty solid. But like, for the most part, I don't know. It's it's hard to read. This is all I know you, really I know strange. You, I know you shrugged off the whole Aaron Judge boombox thing, but to me, it's a very similar comparison to where it's like you're you're the only person on the planet that doesn't like Aaron Judge. By the way, that's fine. All I don't I'm know saying why. is, all would you let me finish? All I'm saying is, it's one of those things where it's just like, and I agree with you for for what it's worth. I agree with you. I think the Yankees right now, or up to this point before all this nonsense started it was just a like thing we haven't like, done anything like we need to just ball out like we don't need to do anything extra yeah. let's just go out and win baseball games and you guys yeah. had been doing that and i'm like okay well it's kind of hard to knock that approach because if you're not yeah. going out and looking for trouble or you're not trying to start up or start these little flare-ups what are we going to knock you for you're just going out and winning yeah. baseball games similar to the judge thing i just feel like Donaldson is kind of just going out looking for stuff mm-hmm. when you don't need to. You don't need to have the team fired up because you're first in the division. Right. In a very tough division. Right. It it does it just doesn't make sense. It it really doesn't. Yeah, and it I know, doesn't add up for me either. I, I know Boone came, Boone came out and said uh he said he didn't think there was any malicious intent in that regard, just in his opinion. Or he said, just in my opinion, it's somewhere he should not be going. Which is kind of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Of all the things that maybe you could jab yeah. TA with, that I, I just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know about the race thing. Um, I, don't, I don't think we can ever, I don't think everyone should just jump on the bandwagon and, and immediately call Josh Donaldson a racist. I, I, just, I think that's a, that's a little bit of a, a stretch. From what we are getting from this story, I don't know if there's details about, you know, those close encounters, like specifically when he's in the box with Yasmani standing up and then those, you know, face-to-face, nose-to-nose um, interactions with, with TA and other teammates. I don't know what JD's saying, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like that, yeah, that's get, that gets thrown around so, so often, but I... I understand if if Donaldson is thinking like, hey, you think you're Jackie Robinson? That's ridiculous. I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And he's poking at that. I don't care who you are. I don't care what color you are. If you compare yourself to a a monumental figure 
in sports outside of just baseball, um, I think that's ridiculous. So that could be the route that Josh Donaldson was trying to take. I don't know. I don't see any racist thing or underlying you know, message there, but I I mean we we could all be wrong. I don't I don't know. I will say I feel like both of them have been relatively open about the the exchanges yeah. they've had. Like Donaldson came out and he was like, Yeah, I I said that and provided some context and then TA was like, Yeah, this is what I said. Yeah. I think Grandal was a little less transparent about the things he had to share with Donaldson, but I don't know. Just a weird all all that to say, like I said, right when we started this segment, it just it doesn't make any sense. Like I I'm yeah. so lost. People are like, Oh, what are your th- what are your thoughts on it? And up until just now when we were talking about it, I didn't really have any thoughts because I'm like, I I don't even know where to begin thinking about this situation or or how to go about approaching yeah. this this topic because it just it literally does not make any sense to me like i yeah. i don't even I just, know where where you'd begin i don't even know why like why why just why and then i don't i don't know the 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 ta stuff you know after he hit that that home run and he's like shushing the crowd or whatever it's like he, they're booing you because you made this worse they're booing you because every time Donaldson's on the field, you're trying to get close to him. You're trying to get in his face. You're trying to instigate something. They're both doing things that they don't need to be doing. Stop doing it. The Yankees are on a good track. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't don't don't, you know, rock the boat too much. And then now it's like I don't know. It's this is probably going to help the White Sox pop off and finally play baseball like they're supposed to but either way I just I don't know the White Sox have like this weird thing going on I don't know I I don't know about Tony La Russa. I really don't I don't I don't know how I feel about the way he's going about things and that four game set in, in Chicago where the Yankees took three out of four he like he let some bullpen arms really really get beat up he made some interesting weird managerial decisions that just wouldn't make sense in any era. And I'd be pissed if I was Joe Kelly and and whoever that lefty was that give up gave up a nuke to Stanton. It's like, "Why? What are you doing? I don't what how are you managing this game?" Seems a little strange and and they're definitely underwhelming right now. I know the injuries, but still. I don't know, dude. That I think to your to to what you said, I think manufactured is the best way to characterize this whole situation. Yeah. And I there, think both there, of them manufactured this. Yeah, there are a few things I hate in sports more than manufactured stuff. Like if the like you said, if the White Sox do pop off, and the, I mean they took two or three from the Yankees this weekend, if they pop off and go on a little run, it's like yeah. Well, that was a turning point this season. It shouldn't have been. You should have just started winning ball games. You didn't need this to win. Like yeah. Just go out and be better. I I hate the No, that's that's the that's the problem. That's what the White Sox needed. Shouldn't need that. You don't need this self-proclaiming manufactured chip on your shoulder that just to win ball games. You guys are a good ball club with a Hall of Fame manager. Go win. Why do you I need to it, create this ridiculousness? 
I hate it. It's and all then, throughout sports. Yeah. The Donaldson side, just stop, dude. Like, don't rock the boat. The Yankees are doing a good thing. No need to to bring on any negativity. Let's talk about some some positive things, shall we? Please. First of which. I think BLC? You know. I think you know. BLC? I'm with it. I like it. Big League Chew. Big League Chew. Founded by former left-handed pitcher Rob Nelson, Big League Chew started from humble beginnings in the Portland Mavericks bullpen in 1977. For more than 40 years, the iconic pouch is packed with shredded, flavorful bubble gum has become the number one shredded gum of athletes everywhere. Big League Chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and is designated as the Hall of Fame bubble gum. Grab some gum and head to Big League Chew's social media channels at Big League Chew on Twitter and at Big League Chew Gum on Instagram to show off your Big League bubbles. They really, like, they post everything. So tag them, tag us, do whatever you want. Whatever what picture you it? take involving Big League Chew, they're going to do it. Was it this weekend we had a couple couple guys? I know Caleb. Caleb shout out to Caleb. He bought, a, he bought a pack to a, a little minor league game situation and took a pic, posted on ours and Big League Chews. They just, so they it's, just, it's a guarantee. It's literally a guarantee. So if you want a little, you know, 30 seconds of fame or 10 seconds of fame on the story, send it out. You can also find a list of retailers who purchase any of their products directly from their website at BigLeagueChew.com. Big League Chew. Let's talk about Adley Rutschman making his Major League debut, long-awaited, getting the call-up for the game on Sunday. You saw that video, huh? Dude, I love it, man. Gave me the chills. The boys hiding in the hallway when the call's going down. They all run in and hype them up. That's so cool, man. That's so cool. I just think, like, it's it's not a guarantee – you know, you could be a first-round pick, and how many first-round flops have been there? You know, like, it's it's happened. It always happens, you know? So it's just like, it's it's not a guarantee. There's a lot of pressure on him. Then the injuries and things like that. It's just like, he had a lot to deal with. So it's like, it's cool that he's finally at this point. Then the, and the ball club's at a position where it's it's somewhat fun. They're, they're playing competitive baseball. So I'm, I'm excited for him. Yeah, the only thing a first-round selection guarantees you is a, a fat check up front other than that yep. you're kind of you fall right in line there's yep. no there's no guarantee that you're gonna have a 20-year career as a first rounder yep. so time will tell on that on that front but for the time being it's great to see him get the call up got uh got the debut on saturday versus the rays mm-hmm. was hitting six had a Triple in the seventh for his first big league hit. Which can we just can we just talk about that for that's, a second? That's some that's some homeschool, some it. That's some, a score. Some home that's cooking. A scorekeeper. That's uh yeah. Come on, that's now. some home cooking for the old. Come on, now. <laughs> the old triple. Brett Phillips, Brett Phillips did everything but sit on that ball in right field, dude. Yeah, sit on Ooh, it. Maybe going. read it a story before throwing it back in. Unbelievable. Come on, but hey, he's. He gets it. I love Brett Phillips. You know what? This is a special moment for this kid. I'm going to make it a little more special. (laughs) A catcher of all positions starting off his career with a triple. Got to love that. I I like it. 
I don't know how you I like it. Triple though. Yeah, it, it can't be. Um I think I, I like the way he like he fits the bill, dude. He just he looks good. He's a big switching and catcher. And it's just like he's he's been in the black and orange for for a while. So we saw him in college and then like now he's just like he's fitting in and like I want him to fit in. I want this to work. I don't want the the Matt Weeders type path. You well, know, that's I what want... I was going to bring up because people I'm seeing Orioles fans saying all cap. I get it. You're excited. So I'm not gonna, I'm not I'm not going to rag him too hard here, but yeah. I just want to maybe temper the enthusiasm a little bit. They're saying, "Oh, the O's are back. The O's are back." Did you not yeah. see how the whole Matt Weeders chapter ended it yeah. it wasn't good yeah so I I, and i'm not it, saying i'm not saying adley is matt matt weeders or vice versa yeah. or whatever but just give the kids some time yeah let 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 them ease in but they're core i'm telling you dude like they're i feel bad for brandon hyde because like uh, he's not gonna get the credit for what this team is gonna do in a few years he's not gonna get the credit and, and he's stuck around and, and, you know, their GM has done a good job of getting a, a good, solid core together. When you talk Cedric Mullins and Rushman and, and Mountcastle and uh, Austin Hayes, I mean, I don't know if Trey Mancini is going to be a part of that window at all, but I, I like what they're starting to put together. Zimmerman looks pretty good from the mound. So, I mean, like they're starting to... I think they have a really solid reliever too. I'm slipping on his name. Um, they're they're starting to do some things that like, it's good. It's good for baseball when when you watch these teams that are actually putting effort into rebuilding. They're not just punting every year and trading these dudes away every year. They're holding on to these guys. They're letting them get their playing time and they're playing competitive baseball. They're not laying down for anybody, and I like that. Good for the Orioles, good for Baltimore, good for that ballpark. That ballpark deserves a winning ball club. Dude, I'll I'll give Orioles fans all the love in the world, man. They there's some diehards in that yeah. fan base and they they deserve it, dude. They whatever yeah. success awaits them in, down the road, like they deserve it, man. That fan they we need, and I've said it before. Them in Pittsburgh, they need postseason baseball. Like mm-hmm. they just do. It's it makes the sport better when they have that. And yeah, I mean, having Adley up there is a that's a good start in the right direction. They had an exciting weekend of baseball. I think they had a couple yeah. uh, couple Rukio Rukio uh, doors <laughs> just walking everybody off, dude. A couple Rugi walk offs. How about yeah. it? How about it for the O's? Love that. This is what I, this is what I'm saying. Just build some excitement. Let them let them do their thing. And and let these young guys just ball out and play. And what do you got to lose? I just I feel bad for Brandon Hyde because I know when this window starts to open up for this core and they're starting to become a potential wild card team, I don't think he'll be around for it. I hope he a, is, but I don't know if he will be. In a just world, a guy like Brandon Hyde would be rewarded for sticking it out, yeah. but fortunately that doesn't seem to be the way things Yeah. And I hope that Orioles fans recognize that. Yep. You know? I hope they recognize that when that success it's coming. If they keep this core around, I think the I think it's coming. Did you see the uh going back to Adley, did you see the video of him 
taking the field and like getting getting behind home plate. I saw him um, shaking the hand of the umpire. Yeah, and then did you see like second seconds after that when he like before he squats down to warm him up, he like does a full three sixty and like looks at the looks at the field. Did you see that? That was super no. cool. I'm gonna pull it up. That's that's what it's all about, dude. I think I think seeing and hearing the emotion from players is something that like this sport has been missing. You know, I want to hear um about what these players are thinking. And I if if they're not gonna show it, which is totally fine. Um, we need to hear it. And so for him to just like do exactly what any of us would do, just take it in for just a sec. Cause this moment is just, it's, it's not the rest of the career isn't guaranteed. The rest of the success isn't guaranteed. It's just this moment that you earned and you're here and like soak it in. Cause it could be gone. I think it's cool. Uh, here we go. Got it. I don't know if you can see that. Line that up for me. There we go. Yeah, he's scooting some dirt around. Yeah, take it in. That's cool. That's cool. And what's cool is that, like, every fan was excited for that. Every fan was excited for that. You don't get too many prospects that get that kind of recognition and that kind of excitement. I mean, even with like, I don't, I don't know when like Casey Mize came up for the Tigers. I don't remember that kind of reaction from fans. Do you? Yeah. I I mean, I don't know if it's maybe a, a pitcher versus a position player thing. Like I'd be curious to look at maybe the, a larger sample size to see maybe you heard, you heard the announcement. You heard the announcement. The announcer was like making his big league debut. Yeah. Yeah. Adley Rushman. I think it was a girl, actually. I can't remember. But still, like that, that's cool, dude. Yeah. No, that is and cool. I feel like every other ballpark is just like, and now up, uh, you know, Kyle Korn, catcher, number 34. Cool. Thanks. Like that's super low key. But this was like, let's let's just embrace it. It doesn't happen often. We have like something, that, that is something intelligent. Yeah. Give that organization something to celebrate. Give those fans something to be excited about, dude. Like, Let's get it going. Let's get it going for those for sure. It's been a minute. Let's Talking like those. Cal Ripken and and BJ Surhoff and Brady Anderson type days. Yeah, no, we're not since. talking like a little a brief little cup of coffee in the wild card game. We're talking mm-hmm. like we need some we need some yeah. dominant O's days. Yeah, in yep. our future. Yep. I, look, I'll be willing to. I'll I'll take a back seat for a little while. Being an AL East yeah. guy, like if it, I agree. If, if we gotta maybe bide our time a little bit while they do yeah. their thing, for I, I just need to see that. I'm sorry, I, I just need to see it. Yeah. Who knows though? I mean, by the time they're getting it going, we could be looking at an entire league restructure, and we could be seeing different divisions and them broken up, and like, who knows? Give them an opportunity with a with a different division. And I think it could be, I think it could be fun for them. Is uh, let's go O's our new let's go Marlins? Let's go is, is that the team we're settling on? It's tough. It's tough, it's tough to be that inner division. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we can if we can go. Let's go division team. Yeah. Let's go fellow division team. I don't know. Yeah, I can't get myself there. But those black unis 
get me fired up every time. Some of the best in baseball, man. <laughs> yeah, Some of the best dude. in baseball. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, well, that's about all I got. Uh, speaking of unreal, the last thing I had, closing the book, actually. Yadi Molina, was this... This wasn't his debut, was it? He pitched before, surely. What did I say last week? I needed Yachty to get on the mound. I need Albert to get behind the dish and catch. Well, he warmed him up. I don't know if you saw that, but he like, yeah. he warmed him up, which I think is about as close as we're going to get. Yeah, probably. Those knees are not getting low for very there's long. No, there's no chance they have gear that'll fit Albert. Like That dude is just a, <laughs> a massive human being. How funny would it be if him rocking Yachty's gear with like a backwards hat? Could you, mask. dude? The try putting Yachty's helmet on that dome, dude. Yeah. No him chance to, that thing fits. Him trying to figure out the pitch com. <laughs> He'd be calling time every three seconds. Fastball at forty eight miles an hour. Was it? This wasn't his debut, was it? I feel like it was. Can we confirm? No, this can't be it. I feel like let's it was. see here. Yadi Molina stats. All right. What does your gut say? Do you think it's his debut or no? I do. Oh, I think you might be right. I don't know why. I just thought, oh, he yep. made it, he yep. made his MLB debut at third base back in 2019. I do remember that. Yeah, I don't if know you go if to I Baseball that. Reference, you can go to. The yeah, pitching category, and if you go down to standard pitching, all it shows is wow. I don't. I just one. feel like I didn't hear as much about. The, I didn't hear that debut buzzword as much as I did with uh, pool holes. I mean, I know yeah. pool holes is pool holes, but well, I think it's just because of the age thing for pool holes. Being the oldest well, pitcher, I mean, Yadi is or whatever. Yadi's right older? behind him. Oh. Yadi's thirty-nine, dude. Yeah, hit her hit around a little bit. Give up four runs. What did you think of the John Boy comments? So that, that tweet that he put out. For those, let me find it because I don't want to miss speak here. For those wondering about the John Boy comments, he came out and said, "Where is it? When did he make his debut? Was it Saturday?" Uh, I think it was Sunday. It was yesterday. I should have this on deck. My bad. It's on you, dog. Um, Let me find this for you real quick. Where is it? I got it. I'm faster than you. Lay it on me. John Boy tweeted um, yesterday, 17 hours ago, is when the post was put out. Um, oh, yeah, I got it. I'm all set on position players pitching. Was a cute, rare quirk for a little. feel like it's jumped the shark, and MLB should try to find a better solution to teams quitting. Well, look, I mean, what, are you, what do you want teams to do? You know, what's the point of continuing to, to use arms that you know need to be expensed throughout the year in, in higher leverage situations? Um, you don't know a blowout is coming, so you can't bring guys up. 
and use their options. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know what else there is to do outside of the league stepping in and creating a mercy rule. Which I don't want. These are grown men. There shouldn't be a mercy rule in Major League Baseball. I agree. I'm sorry. I agree. And if I'm paying for nine innings for my ticket, uh, you can bet your ass I'm sticking around for nine innings. I'm getting all of it. I don't care what the score is. I've never not, left a game early. Not to mention with the... Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, with the way sports betting is now, you cut a game short like that, you, you open yourself up to all sorts of issues with that. And there's no yeah. way... The league is going to be like, yeah, no, let's uh, let's mess up what we got going with with sports betting because that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, and you're talking about you know other guys getting another AB. Um, you know, what if there's someone that has three home runs for the Cardinals in that game and he's and he's getting another AB in the eighth to try to hit his fourth? Like that's that's historical. You know, there's certain things that just I don't know. I. I don't know how you manage this. This is just what it is. And I think it's fun. It's funny. It's different. It it brings some some type of entertainment to an otherwise very unentertaining game where it's a 17-run game. Who who's gonna turn that on? So I I, I also want to see more of like dudes hitting switch hit, like you know, Rendon going up lefty was cool. It's fun, it's different. Why not? Like, let's just be funny. Let's let's we play this, 162 this, oh, games. Thank you. This this is a <laughs> loss, and this is a dub. Whether it was a one run game or 17 runs, it's a loss and a dub. So at, at a certain point, when it's that bad, have fun, please. Like, remember what this sport is about, and just like have fun. Make it entertaining for the fans that are still around. That's funny. No, I'm, I I'm, like. I like the the legend stepping up and doing it. By the way, oh like yeah, Yachty, like Albert. I understand that's like the we Brett seen of. Yeah, I want more of that. Like, give me like Evan Longoria on the bump for the Giants. You know what I'm saying? Like those types of guys that've been around for a hot minute, and you can see them smile and relax and have fun. That should be a segment we should do one of these episodes: is go around the league and pick a guy from each team we want to see like take that. the bump. I like that. That'd be legit. But yeah, I'm in total. I I couldn't be in more disagreement with that yeah. particular comment. I'm all about it. Like I just give me yeah. the position players. I what else are you gonna do? There's no alternative. Yeah. And you we can't. play 162 you're games. The, you're getting in the business side of things if you're cutting games short. Yeah. Like you said, betting and 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 people that paid for those tickets. You know tickets? I went to the first game I took Paige to was in San Diego and the and the Padres put up like nineteen. It was a blast. It was fun. She loved it. I was like, please don't get used to this because this is not normal baseball. But think about those types of people, you know? The people that are kind of eh, baseball's all right. I'm not a huge fan, but like I'll go. Think about those people. Do you want the game to stop short for them? You want to explain that to them? Think about the children. There you go. And think about the fact that we have got the 3-0 fake number three coming to you next episode. We'll see you this Thursday. We're talking Denver Airport and the Illuminati. Oh, my. What a wild relationship. Weird stuff going on in Denver. Just wait. Just wait, folks. (laughs) 
I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you run you. wild with this one. This is this, this is quite an interesting uh, little yeah. conspiracy Ooh. that we got lined up for Thursday. Yeah. Which, by the way, the people are loving. So, thank you for yeah for coming up with the name and the segment and all that. The people are loving it. They're they're anxiously right. awaiting to find out what's next. I said, all right, we got this one lined up. What's after that? And they want to know. Hey, look, if you're not going to learn something about baseball, we got to teach you something here. So, you know, once a week we can teach you a little, a little something, something, maybe a, a thing that you need to be questioning, not just taking it and saying that's normal. It yeah, ain't. You got to, you got to learn blue, a <laughs> blue giant horse with red demon eyes named after the devil outside of a airport. Not something we should just accept. That's not normal. <laughs> I think we need to question some things. Also, a That's... haunted horse. We'll get into it. Okay, Ooh. little teaser. That's all I there got for the people, go. unless you got yeah. anything else. Negative. Peace out, everybody. Have a good week. Let's go. Let's get it. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.